the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Cooper of HL Commercial and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia question for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tanbella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is history. Uh, Nam, we're going to get right into it with you. you got a deal of the week for us. Yeah. Well, hello there, everyone. Um, deal of the week. So this week we had a borrower approach us who purchased a home last year, August of last year. And it was interesting because they purchased it and did seller financing. The sellers provided the loan for them, but the sellers had also were also rehabbers. They purchased the property, did some uh, work uh, to it, and then put it on the market. Um, so it's a little complex, but essentially what happened was after a month uh, into the property, into ownership, these bar- these new borrowers saw some damage. Um, there were some plumbing and, and um, issues with okay. the plumbing, and uh, so they, they were trying to work it out with the sellers because they, there were some major issues going on. Like non-disclosure type things? Um, just happened, either fa- that or faulty work. Gotcha. It goes faulty okay. work, and, and um, they couldn't resolve it, so they had to go into litigation against each other. And they're trying to do it amicably. And it was actually, but they didn't make payments the whole time. Oh, nice. Um, So what happened was they settled the, in the settlement, um, the, the, the borrowers weren't flagged for non-payment. It was just, they weren't, you know, there's no, um, foreclosure process or anything. They just didn't make the payments. Um, but what happens now is, um, in June of this year, they tried to get a conventional loan because as part of the settlement, they had to pay the um, that first off, that seller financing. And okay. a conventional lender said, you know what? You haven't made payments. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Settlement aside, you haven't made payments, so we can't make a loan. That's a, con- yeah. uh, it's a glitch. It, which kind of makes sense because the bank's looking and going, well, if you're not going to pay that guy, how do we know you're going to pay us? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. um, but we looked at the story. Yeah. So we look and say, okay, well, there's it is in writing that there's a settlement. And the the sellers did not uh, start any foreclosure proceedings or files, uh, file any notices. Yeah. So we would do that loan all day long. What was the LTV? Uh, low. It was somewhere in the 50s, 60s or something Sounds like that. Good. So um, anyway, we looked at the loan and we're in the process putting it together for them. So good. I thought that was interesting. What are you charging the borrower? Uh, I think we're charging somewhere in the 9 yeah, With range. a couple of points? Yep. Type of thing? Yeah. And they'll be able to refinance. Um, it was referred to us by a lender. Yeah, because eventually, when they're paying you off, they'll have a good history of showing that they've made payments. And right. That they're, they're, they're decent people. Yep. So exactly. the, the conventional lender said, no, thanks, because your payment history, that's where you came in. And now when they established that 
credit history, then they can go conventional. Exactly. Again. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Nice. I mean, so that's a that's a pretty darn good deal for you, the lender. Right. And then is that going into your fund? Um, if if once it closes, yeah. then we are looking at it for our fund. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And so the fund will earn the uh, nine point something percent interest, which is why you have the fund to begin with. Yeah. And that borrower, if they pay back um, sooner. Great. Um, no problem. We don't have a prepayment penalty on that loan. So. Very good. And it's owner-occupied, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. See, right, the Pacific Private Money is one of the few lenders, uh, private lenders, who will do owner-occupied financing. Because wow. uh, we've had Mark on the show from the president, and yep. uh, you know he's mentioned to us that a lot of lenders, they don't want to go jumping through all the hoops to be owner-occupied lenders. Right, right, a lot of private lenders. Yeah, a lot of private lenders, yeah. more disclosure requirements, um, more more resources required to close it, more expertise, So, which we have. Yeah. So, Very yeah. good. I Excellent. like that. Um, yeah. So if, uh, just for for ducks here, <laughs> if, uh, if there's people out there who have that same kind of situation and they want to know how to get a hold of you. Yeah, they can call our office. It's 415-883-2150, or they can go online at uh, www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Okay. And, you know, when we come back, we're going to come to a quick little break. When we come back, I want to ask Mark a question here that came in, uh, an email that says, why don't other agents, buyers, and sellers take contract timeliness, or timeline, excuse me, seriously? Which <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, interesting. We want to hear from the expert, Mark Cooper of HL Commercial, as to why timelines are not taken seriously. Oh, yeah, just extend. Sure. No, no problem. Right? Yeah, not always. Okay. Uh, first commercial break here. Trivia question is uh, history. The 16th Amendment, Constitutional Amendment, enacted in 1913, allowed the U.S. federal government to do what? The first caller with the correct answer will win uh, that free Tanbella tanning certificate, which is actually good for some uh, worthwhile tanning services. So you have to call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. The first correct answer will win the tanning certificate. Here's the question again. The 16th Constitutional Amendment, so the 16th Amendment, enacted in 1913, allowed the U.S. federal government to do what? And before we take our break, we do want to make a uh, little mention here. If you don't have any plans for Labor Day weekend, why not spend it at the Lighthouse Resort and Marina? And although all the cabins have been reserved, they still have campsites available for tents and RVs. Get this, for only $99 for a three-day, two-night package. And usually, because it's a private resort, you're not allowed on at all. And then if, a lot of times, you know, they're so bit booked up that they don't have any space available. But they said, well, you know what, Edward, go ahead and throw this on the uh, show and see if anyone will uh, is willing to pay $99 for a three-day, two-night package. I mean, that's even cheaper than KOA or the other campsites. Yeah, sounds so like a great deal. That's a really good deal. So $99 for three-day, two-night package. Uh, and they have a luau, too. $10 a person, not bad. Call 916-777-5511 for more details on that. Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Cooper and Nam Phan. The first trivia question we asked was, the 16th Amendment, enacted in 1913, allowed the U.S. federal government to do what? Beats me. Okay, I, I'd like this to be real estate related, so I'm going to say you're shaking your head already. I'm going to say it was the 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 precursor to adverse possession. Oh, not, no, uh, but uh, 
Uh, not first, eh. but but the central uh, banking. Uh, <laughs> it allowed him to tax personal income. Basically, that was the income tax. Oh, okay. I was the amendment. Nineteen thirteen. That's a nerd. And, and apparently, it didn't get ratified. So there's a lot of people out there saying you don't have to pay their taxes. Not exactly oh, true. Yeah, nerd but, uh, trivia. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a nerd. Trivia. Maybe all trivia is nerd trivia. It is. Okay, <laughs> nerd so trivia. Mark Cooper from HL Commercial, who is quite an expert in commercial real estate. Question comes in: Why don't other agents, buyers, and sellers? Boy, this person wants to know why everyone. <laughs> They don't take contract timelines seriously. Wow. That, you know, that's a great question. And, and I would say that the, uh, first of all, a contract is going to lay out the terms and conditions when the parties are going to buy and sell something, essentially. And, and the whole point of that is to have deadlines that everyone can agree on and, and you can follow, contingency yep. removals. And um, typically when I write a contract, uh, we look at two or three different timelines. And, and believe it or not, we put a preliminary title a contingency in to our contract, so that's a separate contingency that we have to approve the prelim, and we'll also go in and check all the ancillary documents. We'll click on the links and uh, see what things are going on there with that. Uh, but I, I've seen lately, I would say probably about a third of the agents, some some agents that aren't commercially inclined, residential agents that are kind of dipping their toe in the business, yeah. hmm. um, they just act like the deadline never happened. Uh, they no. act like, oh, it's the bank's fault because the uh, we didn't even order the appraisal yet. How can we remove that contingency? Or, or mm. another thing that we're seeing out there is that until the full loan package is in, the appraisal isn't ordered, and the and the bank's appraiser is three three weeks tied up. Another thing are the inspectors. Mm. We call these inspectors right. out here, and they go, um, a guy I love in Marin, Larry Hoyt, he's booked out three or four weeks for inspections. Well, how does that help me when I have a 30-day close and I'm right. trying to inspect yeah. the property? Um, and aren't you technically out of contract? Well, you're, you're out of contract if the deadline passes. And I would say that, that a, a savvy buyer or agent, the second that it looks like something's not going to pass, an addendum will be drafted to say, we need more, more time. time. We right. need more time. And uh, you know, typically when I'm representing a buyer and our contingency is coming, um, you know, we, we'll have one – you got one time to ask for a credit. And that's for if if something's discovered that you didn't know about when you first made the offer, yeah. you discover that. And when you're ready to remove all those contingencies, that's when you come in and say, hey, Edward, this place needs a new roof. You told me it was fine. Yeah. Our inspect Here's a quote. It's twenty five grand uh, a reduction of price of twenty five thousand dollars. I will now remove all my contingencies and we're definitely buying the property. OK, so so we'll have one time to go in and ask for a credit or something like that. Uh, but I want to do that several days before my inspection contingency is up. Yeah, sure. uh, I'd probably like three or four days before that and say, hey, I'm ready to remove my contingency. In fact, I'll draft an addendum that says buyer removes all contingencies subject to a price adjustment to X or credit of X. I do that several days in advance. Now, if you wait till the very last day to ask for your credit, the seller could just ignore it and then the buyer's out of contract. Yeah. Okay. And so then uh, you get back to the notice perform. And then depending on the contract, you've got you know two or three days to either do what you'd say you were going to do and purchase mm-hmm. the property mm-hmm. under the terms. Um, uh, on the next segment, I'm going to talk about one that just kind of popped up that was even weirder than missing a deadline. Uh, but I don't want to take the whole segment here. So that'll be a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say good agents, good buyers and sellers communicate all during the process. Mm-hmm. And if it looks like you're going to miss a deadline, do an amendment to the contract because the last thing you want to do is be out of contract and limbo. Um, uh, also, uh, I'm seeing a lot of narrative in addendums. Uh, and what I mean by a narrative is someone will come back and say, 
Um, buyer needs three more weeks. Uh, buyer is traveling. Appraiser is booked. <laughs> yeah. And I, and it's like, and we're scared because of the cracks in the foundation. Okay, so now if that, if all of that's in the addendum, the bank is going to see all the contracts. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. if you say we're worried about the cracks in the foundation and we want to get an engineer to give us a second that's opinion, right. the, the banker is going to come back and say, now in addendum number two, you mentioned the cracks in the foundation. Do we have the engineer's report? Do we yeah. have an estimate for that? If that if that addendum said we need three more weeks for our inspection contingency and it didn't mention the reasons yeah. and that was in an email or a conversation, then that's what the bank and the lender is going to see and mm-hmm. all of the underwriters and the adjusters and everything. Ergo, like <laughs> smart to have a smart commercial real estate agent on your side. Right. right? Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Or you ask for a big credit and you don't get it and that's in the addendum and then the bank sees that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, where's addendum number two? Oh, that's the big credit we asked for the new foundation. Pay no yeah. attention to page number <laughs> yeah. two. Don't, don't worry about it, that. Because the addendums are <laughs> sequential, right? So, so yeah. yeah, and the cliffhanger was even worse than missing a deadline, and we'll get to that in the next segment, so I'll keep you know, that one for you. I have a quick question. Um, so on the residential side, appraisals are taking a long time. Um, is that the same case? Just shortage of appraisals, well, or they're just booked up? So the the funny thing here is that um, I do leasing and sales in Marin and Sonoma County, mm-hmm. and my listings typically buyers are going either the ten thirty one exchanging with all cash, or mm-hmm. they're doing a loan. Oftentimes, an SBA loan, ten percent down, mm-hmm. two banks and one appraisal, and everybody is booked up. And when I see an offer come in that says I'm going to close in thirty days, and they've got anything but a cash close. Yeah. Uh, I will often counter back and say you cannot do an SBA loan with the federal government and close in 30 days. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. If you want me to accept this offer, we're going to be out of contract and you're going to be asking for more time. So, um, But yeah, the appraisers are. I mean, to, to answer yeah. your question, on, on commercial, the appraisers are booked up so as well. So are you telling them to just automatically make it 60 days or – Well, I, my, my first question is, it, is it cash? And as soon as it's yeah. not cash – yeah. Um, I, if I'm representing the buyer, I have a conversation with the lender and I say, I'm about to write an offer on this property. Can you clo- How soon can you close? How long is the appraisal going to take? Because I'd rather do that before I write yeah. the offer than run around and do that. And mm-hmm. luckily, I have relationships with, with uh, you know, Paul Simmons, First Federal is one, oh, yeah. uh-huh. great lender. Um, so we've got relationships with the banks who can give it, quickly give me an answer. And they say, you know, finances and, and everything else being in place, I can definitely fund this deal and I can turn it around and such and such. Please give me 40 days for the for the loan and, and we'll close in 45 days or something hey, like that. How do people get hold of you? Uh, cell phone is great. 415-608-1036 or my email is mark, M-A-R-K at H-L-C-R-E dot com. I like to say Hungry Lion Crosses, crosses river, river easily. easily. I remember that. <laughs> I, I won't forget. I like yeah. that. Okay, second trivia question. Which U.S. state was the first to secede from the Union in 1860? So we're talking the Civil oh, War. Oh, oh. Yep, nope, oh. not yet, not yet. <laughs> call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that free tanning certificate. Which U.S. state was the first to secede from the Union in 1860? And uh, don't touch that dial because you're listening to The Best of Investing, and we're going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Cooper and Nam Fan. <laughs> Nam Fon, excuse me. Uh, second trivia question was, which U.S. state was the first to secede from the Union in 1860? I'm going with Texas. Nope. Georgia? Nope. 
Do you remember Fort Sumter? When they bombed Fort Sumter? That's mm-hmm. South Carolina. South Carolina. Mm. You act like you knew That's the answer close. to that. Oh, I did. I had it right no, in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like I always say, six years of high school get me a lot of places. <laughs> go, go, um, go a long way. Make a quick mention here. So uh, every year, the Wine Garden Children's Festival uh, Center excuse me, has a big gala at the Hyatt Santa Clara, and they have this awesome event, Black Tie Optional. And uh, it's to benefit their the, the kids who um, they, they teach who have learning disabilities due to the hearing. And it's mm-hmm. actually a very, very nice organization. So on September 16th, uh, they're actually having their event. And um, it is a pretty wealth, worthwhile event. Uh, tickets are like 150 bucks, but they give you a, a really ni- a really awesome dinner. Hmm. And then it, they also have uh, live auction and silent auction. So ch- check them out at the uh, Weingarten Children's Center, and the, all the information will be on there. Okay, so uh, let's see. Mark, you had a cliffhanger for oh, us. Oh, the cliffhanger. Yeah, yes. well, we were talking about missing deadlines uh, on a contract. Uh, my brother and I are actually selling a property down in in Los Angeles, so that, well Riverside actually. When you get down to it, some land. So we uh, found a, a land agent out there, interesting guy, and um, so an offer comes in on our vacant land, and the buyer wants to put a mobile home on the property. Okay. So he's gone to a mobile home sales place, right. and they say, "Hey, um, we will loan you the money uh, to build." the mobile home or buy it or hook it up and stuff okay. like that. And they'll actually kind of bundle the whole package by the land and the mobile home all together. Hmm. Right. Uh, but there's a financing contingency in there for the loan that says until we actually close escrow on our deal, uh, we can cancel at any time, like yeah. at the 11th hour. Right. So, so, uh, we're like, okay, well, my brother lives in Montana and he says, Hey, uh, as long as you use an escrow company, that's also in Montana, we're cool. And there's probably four or five. They're, you know, uh, first first American and mm-hmm, Old yeah. Republic and a bunch of stuff. So just last week, uh, I called the escrow company to see how everything's going because we close tomorrow. <laughs> and they say, oh, didn't you know the escrow was canceled? Mm. What? The escrow was canceled. And I'm like, well, what do you mean the escrow was canceled? Don't we need to consent to cancellation mm-hmm. of the escrow? And they go, no, no, escrow mm-hmm. was canceled. Better talk to your agent. So I call up my agent and they said, oh, the um, the mobile home company didn't uh, work with this escrow company, so they opened escrow somewhere else. And I'm like, what are you talking about yeah, here? That's and cool. that's a change of the contract because the right. escrow company was specified in our contract. Yeah. Yep. And the whole reason we did the thing about my brother being in Montana so he could walk into the office and sign and not have to sure, run around sure. and chase and, you know, mm-hmm. overnight stuff and all of this. So, I I mean, Southern California, they do some wacky stuff, too. They, they rewrite do. the entire contract. Yeah. They kind of reject your contract. Well, they, they interpret it. Yeah. And then they write a whole new thing that everybody signs and they pretend like the original contract never happened. So <laughs> so stay tuned to the cliffhanger, the cliffhanger, because we should be closing tomorrow on our land uh, where they're financing the mobile home. Uh, but just yesterday they realized I was married. So my wife had to uh, do an interspousal quick claim deed for me to do the sale. That's so, a little scary. So that, <laughs> uh, yeah, on the, on the last minute there. But I had never heard of them switching uh, escrow companies without consulting all of the parties. Yeah, yeah usually at odd. least they would at least tell you, hey, by the way, we're changing for X reason or Y right. reason. An so, addendum to the contract that we all sign, maybe? Yeah. yeah. At, maybe. When you ask for more time? <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, yeah, are they asking for more yeah, time? Yeah, well, they, they did just... ask for, they asked for another week, I think, and uh, we said, no, we're not doing that. You need to close according to the contract, but we will uh, we'll agree to the change of the escrow company. Okay, so you're familiar with the escrow company. You feel comfortable enough with them? Never heard of them. Yeah, Southern California escrow companies, escrow and title are separate. 
Right. So there are a lot of different ESCO companies. Yeah. And you go to shops. different states, and, and it's like they're handled by attorneys. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, and, and Europe, too. And, yeah. and Is that that's right? What they have. I, I, that makes me a little nervous. You know, not that attorneys are by nature dishonest, but mm-hmm. I'd rather deal with a company rather than a specific person. Yeah, it could be a fly-by-night operation. Yeah. My, well, my dad lives in Ireland, and what they use, it's called a solicitor, which yeah. is an attorney in mm-hmm. Ireland. And if you want to sell your property, they want a retainer. They said, mm-hmm. okay, I'll sell your house for you. Give me $10,000 to you to apply toward my hours that I'm going to be spending on this and my marketing and my signage and everything else. And then uh, if I need any more money, I'll let you know. <laughs> but if the, you end up changing changing your mind or you can't close? Well, just like, well uh, let's forget about even closing on the sale. They want money up front if they're going to sell the property for you. Wow. So that there's not – I don't believe there's a commission linked to the transaction. Right. Okay. There is a fee. Mm-hmm. Like an attorney would do to wow. write something, so that I means so maybe just there's take some, a bunch of listings. But you don't get to, you don't get it back if if you, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, okay. I didn't dig too wow. deep in it, but uh, that's that was my understanding there. And of course, it's called to let if something is going to go out for, for lease or for oh, rent. To, oh, they right. say to, to let. let. Yeah, and sailors then they have, for sailor, <laughs> trailers for sailor rent. Right, that's where I got that from. I knew, I knew there was something about yeah. that. Um, Let's see here. Nam, we have a yeah. quick question for you here. It says, I am just starting the home buying process but need to clear up my credit a bit. My real estate agent says I should wait until my credit improves before I jump into the market, but it sounds like I maybe I could get a private loan. Is this possible? He thinks I'm six months out credit-wise. Um, yes. Um, but, you know, before you call a private, private lender, I would call a bank, too, conventional lender. Sure. Just see. I mean, you know, that's... Uh, you know, ho- hopefully your your real estate agent is giving you solid advice. But when it comes to getting a loan, certainly talk to a mortgage broker or a lender. And uh, if they come up with the same conclusion that you might have some credit issues that need to be cleared up first, um, then you have that choice. You can certainly call a private lender like us, and we can look at your scenario. Uh, oftentimes, we we can help you out where a conventional bank may not be able to. You know, our rates are higher, but. Um, what we found is we do have people who call us. They're you know typical home buyers are out looking at properties months and months before they think they're going to actually buy. Yeah. What happens though oftentimes is they come across a property that they love and they don't want to miss out on an opportunity. And in a credit situation where a conventional loan is not a possibility uh, in the near term, then a private lenders like our like ourselves may be able to provide the financing. And then once their credit issue clears up they refinance out of our loan. So um, short answer is call call us and we can certainly look at your scenario, perhaps provide a loan for you and then um, you know refinance into a sounds a like a, uh, sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Um, again, give out your information. When we come back, I want to ask you how the fund is doing. Sure. Uh, number is 415-883-2150. Uh, website is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Great. Okay. Third trivia question. Who was the first Secretary of the Treasury of the United States? You guys will know, you'll know this name. 888-912-1190. We're going to send you guys back to high school to take, start taking history again. I know. I need those extra two years like yeah. you did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. All right. Here's the question. Who was the first Secretary of the Treasury of the United States? Right? 888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial because the best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. 
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Cooper and Nam Fon. Uh, so, let's see. Trivia question number three was Who was the first Secretary of the Treasury of the United States? <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm going <laughs> so bad. Benjamin Franklin. No, he was the first postmaster. Um, oh, like come on, what, what's the big play that's out nowadays? Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. There you go. Oh, and in fact, I saw Hamilton and they mentioned that, but uh, <laughs> oops, <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> All right, so uh, I want to make a mention here for the Renaissance Indian Wells is a desert oasis for family travel or quick getaway in the Coachella Valley. Mm. And uh, the they have uh, they take care of their little guests if you want because um, they, they have a kids program but they also have hiking trails uh, health and wellness classes play golf tennis anything out there sounds good and they also have non-stop flights from SFO to Palm Springs so book your Renaissance Indian Wells Oasis getaway to get today call 760-773-4444 or go to marriott.com and check out the Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa in Indian Wells California for some great deals all right so Nam we said before the break we wanted to find out how is the fund doing explain what the fund is yeah so the fund it's a mortgage pool fund it's made up of loans that we make to borrowers throughout uh, throughout California um, and it, we fund through a network of high net worth investors we have about 125 now um, we almost reached a milestone this month so we are just shy of, of 30 million in funds okay uh, funds deployed uh, big milestone yeah. uh, for us but uh, we're currently paying between seven and a half and eight percent so okay. uh, investors who are interested uh, must be accredited. Uh, but uh, if they're interested in learning about the fund or investing, they should certainly call into the office. Okay. And so explain how you're able to pay that high rate of return. Yeah. So as private lenders, you know, we, we make uh, loans on real estate to borrowers. And the rates are typically, you know, high nines or so, 9 okay. or 10%. Uh, we share some of that uh, rate with our uh, investors. The, the points you share some with the them. Points. Yeah. 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 So they, they, they get the entire 9%. Or, or whatever they get the entire less management fee less, less the management so the fee, net yeah. so the net 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 is still seven uh, seven and a half, half to eight percent yeah. any fee to get in or any fee to get out nope nope so a true no load fund yeah I like is that is there some timing if I said oh my god Nam I need my money yeah great question so a couple of requirements you have to um, be accredited so a million dollar net worth outside of your primary residence, uh, $50,000 minimum investment. Okay. Uh, there's a minimum time period, so 12-month lockup mm. okay. um, that we um, that investors should keep their funds in for 12 months. Okay. Um, after that, then it's on a first-come, first-served basis. So, if, if, Mark, if you wanted to get your funds out, you would contact us, and uh, we would try to redeem you. Typically, it takes about two weeks. Uh, we say, you know, we want 30 days just because we have to have liquidity. So a mm-hmm. loan pays off. Uh, another investor comes in, or maybe we sell a note out of the yeah. fund to create that liquidity to pay off or to redeem. And, and you have had redemptions. Yeah, very few though. Yeah, um, we we people have been happy with the returns. Yeah, okay, but when people have said, "Hey, for whatever reason, I need my money out," it's taken only about two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's primarily because a lot of those loans you have are short term. Nobody really wants to keep a nine percent rate if they can refinance with a bank. So yeah, and if anything, we've had more people just add to their investment. Um, and you know, we this is an area where people redeem someone, somebody's daughter was getting married, so they wanted to take yeah. some funds out, or somebody just wanted to pay off their house, oh. so they asked for redemption, and you know. To, Give us as much time as possible. It really is yeah. the answer. Is the yeah, answer? Yeah, sure. But on average, it's been like two to four weeks. Well, I remember talking to this one guy, and and uh, you know, because I remember hearing about the. 
the part about if uh, a loan pays off, you don't put another loan back in unless you've satisfied everybody who wants to get out. Correct. And um, and and sure enough, uh, he, said, he goes, "Well, I want to see that in writing." I said, "Well, that's a that's a good that's a good idea." Mm-hmm. So sure enough, looking into this prospectus, it does say it in there. Yeah, I think it was uh, page eleven of our yeah. private placement yeah. memorandum. Yeah, so. exactly. So that that's so it's it's not just a well, it's not just a best efforts. It's it's in writing that they have to do that. So either new money coming in from an investor, you know, money comes in, they have to deploy it somewhere, uh, or if a loan pays off, or in this case, you said also you can sell loans because right. nowadays with that crowdfunding, there's a big platform of being able to sell notes. Right. So investors are, you know, there are investors out there who want to own the, you know, note on a specific property. Which is kind of funny because in the quote old days, they kept talking about this investment type being, oh, it's too illiquid. But nowadays, there's a lot of liquidity coming up, availability for these types because of all the crowdfunding platforms and all that. And you can just kind of put it on a bulletin board, so to speak, and and there there are people who are willing to buy it. Yeah, and I would say it's really in its infancy. Yeah. Marketplace lending, crowdfunding. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. just a growing um, number of companies doing it. Um, There's just a lot more available to investors to look at based on their you know, investment preferences. Okay. So, so. Uh, any people, uh, any investors out there who are accredited, who are looking for a rate of return of around seven and a half to eight percent, they can just go to the Pacific Private Money website? Yeah. They okay. can go to pacificprivatemoney.com. They can call 415-883-2150. Also, I want to mention our um, next fund event. Oh, so, yeah. they can come to an event. Typically, they've been held at our office or for those who live out of state, we have webinars. But we actually have one coming up in the South Bay in Mountain View on September 28th. So next month, it's on a Thursday in Mountain View. It's at Scratch Restaurant, which is downtown Mountain View, from 7 to 9 p.m. So if you want to come, space is limited. So call into the office, 415-883-2150, and uh, Bianca will be answering the phone. She can get your information and add you to our list. Yeah, because usually the uh, events are held in Novato, and there are a lot of people who listen to the show in the in the South Bay. We have a lot of San Jose listeners, so we do. Uh, Mountain View is very close. So we, we just um, promoted it, this event, uh, on Monday, and we already have, I think, 10 people who've RSVP'd. Okay. So. How many uh, attendees can you have in that About event? 30. So contact okay. us soon, because with, with 10 already after the first week, we, yeah. we're six weeks out still, or, or five weeks, uh, it should fill up pretty quickly. Is Bianca going to cater, cater this one? No, it's not. at a restaurant. They probably won't let her. <laughs> yeah, we'll let her. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to go to the Novato uh, ones, Bianca does a fabulous job catering. Yeah, I, I always show up just to eat. You know, yeah, just, I was in the neighborhood. I just thought it popped in. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what's going on here? Oh, we got food. We got food. Sounds <laughs> good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, it's funny. I remember hearing one guy um, mention about how he the one of the reasons he didn't like these kind of mortgage funds is because y- you never know like what's in 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 the fund. Mm-hmm. But you guys actually do publish. Like, if people want to know exactly where the money is getting deployed, yep, and and they can verify it. Yep. Because it was, the one funny thing I thought was this guy, you know, basically it said, uh, well, you know, you, you don't really know if they, they have that stuff. You know, like, it was, like in other words, they said, yeah, we have a, a million dollar loan on a property in uh, Tiburon. Well, how do you know? Well, actually, you can pull a preliminary title report and see that they do have a loan, right? And then I'm thinking... When I invest in a Vanguard, and I'm, not, I'm just picking on Vanguard just because everyone knows the name Vanguard or Franklin or whatever mutual fund, right? When I invest in a Vanguard mutual fund and they say they own 1,000 shares of IBM, 
How do I know they own a thousand shares yeah. of IBM? I mean, am I going to go to the registrar's office? I mean, I'm pretty sure that when they tell me that I've invested $100,000 in some Vanguard mutual fund, I'm pretty sure that you know the SEC would be very unhappy if they really didn't own the thousand shares, right? But you guys are also regulated, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. We're a Reg D fund, so it's regulated by the SEC. Okay, you, get, you guys get uh, audited financials and all that fun stuff? Yep, yep, no? third-party audited financials. Sounds like a plan. Okay, when we come back, Mark, I know you've got some good real estate stuff to, sh- to share with us. Always. Always. Because <laughs> you're, you're quite the uh, um, real estate broker. In fact, when, when I go to these broker meetings, uh, and, and I remember kind of looking over the audience of, of all the brokers, and there's usually about 80 of them. It, at uh, those Wednesday meetings, I, mm-hmm. I was looking for a good mortgage or not mortgage, a, a good real estate broker to, to be a co-host on the show. And the guy who was the smartest and the most magnanimous happened to be Mark busy. Cooper. No, I'm saying he was busy. <laughs> yeah, busy right. In fact, he was so busy, he barely could have time for us on the show. No, I thought you were going to say, so you talked to somebody else. That guy was busy. Yeah, then that's you got right. He was busy, right? so we got you instead. <laughs> Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Okay. Uh, we come back. We're going to share some more uh, real estate news with you. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will come right back with some closing comments also. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Cooper and Nam Fon. So, uh, Mark Cooper, uh, real estate broker extraordinaire, we like to call you, hmm. Uh What's what, happening? In, it, what's going on out what's there? What's going on in yeah. the so, real market? So some interesting things are happening because people are going, and what's the market like? And I would say like oh, four or five years ago, I had a lot of warehouses for sale in San Rafael. I probably had about eight of them, anywhere from 1,000 square feet on up to about 5,000 square feet. Okay. And I couldn't give them away. Those warehouses were – nobody wanted them. The con- because of the economy, folks had moved back into their house, oh, and they had yeah. their pickup truck in their yard – and they let everybody go. A general contractor would become a handyman or something like that. Yeah. And nobody had any use for any warehouses. So I had a bunch of warehouses, and they sat. And, and uh, eventually things started picking up a little bit. And warehouses were going for about a buck a foot for lease and uh, maybe about $250 per square foot on a sale. So That's still pretty good. Yeah, $1,000 a month rent or you know, two hundred fifty grand for a warehouse. And then suddenly Amazon took over you know, everything. And, it, and <laughs> you know what is that everything started picking up. It became really hip to have a man cave and you put your yeah. cars and your pool table in there and, and stuff like that. It also became very hip to have a office inside of a warehouse. Why work in a stuffy office when you can work wow. in a you okay. know, warehouse in space? In a hot warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> you can work in a warehouse space. So the warehouses, I mean, I... I warehouses now are like hotcakes. I got waiting lists for warehouses and uh, retail is super hot too. retail spaces for sale or lease. Uh, Another thing that I'm seeing, which used to happen, I mean, which, you know, has always kind of happened in real estate is you you bring out something for sale uh, and an agent will bring a a prospect through to buy it. And of course they look at me and they say, when are you looking at offers? Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. I've never heard that question before because usually I'd be like as soon as you give it to me but um, now I just play it really cool and I'm like well, next Friday, as a matter of fact, we're going to give everybody a chance to get all the offers in. And, and uh, so that's that's what we're seeing now is properties are coming up on the market. And uh, I always want to I want to talk about what I'm working on right now, but I want to get that into contract first and then sure, we'll talk sure. about it next. But um, yeah. properties are coming on the market and I have uh, a couple clients. One of my favorite clients is all cash, full price, get it into contract and we're going to close and I'm going to buy this property. And and so I have been writing offers right and left 
all cash, full price, quick close, and I still don't get these properties. Really, it's amazing. Is someone yeah. just outbidding you? I'm or? getting, I'm getting short. I'm getting zero to no due diligence. So counter offer, oh. like so. Typically, I'll say, uh, you know, 21 day due diligence, 30 day close. Okay, mm-hmm. and these are these are properties probably five to ten million dollar things in Marin. Oh, okay, okay. I'm getting beat out uh, by PFI. Lewis and Ken, I love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So I'm getting I'm getting beat out by PFI because they'll get something in a contract quicker. Yeah, and uh, was then, it just they have so much investor money that they can? just... They've got investor money, and people know their buyers. Yeah. So uh, if something comes out that's hot, they approach they approach Ken and Lewis and say, "Hey, I've got this building in you know Terra Linda, yeah. and here's the deal, and these are the numbers, and they they get it, and they I mean the agents are smart, so they go to mm-hmm. the people that are active. So uh, so I've been writing. I probably wrote four or five all cash full price offers, and still didn't get the properties. Uh, oh. Because other people are coming in with either like, uh, you know, seven day inspection, ten day close, all cash. I mean, at wow. some at some point, and, a pr- a price a purchase price is worth no contingency unless you mm-hmm. can just tell that the thing's going to fall down. Well, I want to I want to see the inside of it. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, like, no, no, I'm sorry, you're asking for too much. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the inside of the property. So so for the first time ever, I'm seeing multiple offers. I'm seeing backup offers. I'm seeing. Uh, I mean, just crazy craziness wow. out there, and we're talking about uh, triple net office buildings, single tenant. Uh, we're looking at apartment buildings, you know, twelve mm-hmm. or more units, and it's just really tough out there. So, uh, if you've ever thought about selling your buildings in Marin County, I'd love to talk to you because I've got buyers, okay. and uh, it, this is it? the time is now. Give so, me, give your information uh, one my time. cell phone four one five six zero eight one zero three six. My email mark m a r k at h l c r e dot com. Let's sell your Marin County real estate because this is like I don't know. I'm feeling like this is the tippity top of the of the market. It sounds like it. It's the tippity top. We got to cut out. Here's our thoughts for the day. Michael Phelps said, "You can't put a limit on anything. The more you dream, the further you get." I like that. And when you focus on your problems, you'll have more problems. When you focus on your possibilities, you'll have more opportunities. I like that, too. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Hopefully next week the guys will have the answers. Thanks for (laughs) listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, 
whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.